you to to get in that mental yes. negativity, right? How many people want to talk shit about whatever? How many yeah. drama, gossip, whatever? So every morning I start my day and A, I'm just grateful I woke up. Absolutely. Because some people don't even get to experience another yeah. day. And on top of it, then I go on the Peloton. Why? It's not, it, yes, does it help you look good? But like for real, if you look good, you feel good. Yeah. You know, if you come to work Deion looking Sanders. like shit, you're going to feel like shit. Yes. Don't roll out of bed and show up at the office where you're going to have to interact with 50 people. My dad always said, you need to dress every day like you're going to see your worst enemy. Yes. Yeah. University Kings, we got another episode rocking. We've got Sophia. How do we do the last name? O'Leary. O'Leary. Yeah. That's so easy. Yeah. Irish. Irish. Absolutely Irish. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. That's dope. So now did your parents immigrate over here or grandparents no parents your parents did mm -hmm. so one from ireland and then what'd you say the other one rio de janeiro rio de janeiro now portuguese yeah can you speak a little bit of no so i i was here pretty early so it wasn't something that we picked up or shared in my household especially because my parents aren't you yeah. know from the same area so now who are you closest us. with growing up uh i would say my dad i yeah. was closest with growing up and is he irish or your mom no my mom Okay, and then was he into cars? So my dad has always had a love for cars, yeah. but my early childhood friend growing up, uh, his dad was a master mechanic. So he would always have outside clients that would come to his house. Yeah. And like, so when we would hang out, we'd like play around. I just remember like falling in love with them and like being like, hey, can you teach me about Did this? Did you grow up around this area? Uh, kind of. So I grew up like really, really far north on the border of Wisconsin and Illinois. Okay. So I went from like Lindenhurst to Waukegan, which is little little ghetto. Yeah. Um, so I kind of bounced around, but that's where I spent most of my time. And would you say like the diversification and growing up kind of like helped you have really good people skills like oh, yeah. knowing how to communicate with different styles of people I think not only that but like my parents split up early on yeah so I was kind of forced to take on more of a adult role as a child yeah you know because I had to help my mom pay rent at 15 like yeah you know I watched her struggle my dad wasn't in the picture for a little bit like nothing against him like yeah. I mean going through a divorce probably sucks and yeah. you probably don't want to be around that other individual um so I was just forced to figure it out and yeah. talk to people and network and I just I think that when you see that stuff you realize that early on that's not what you want yeah so you'll do anything to not put yourself in that situation again facts where do you think you got the type a like just boss personality where did, when did that start to develop uh, do you have siblings i want to I I, yeah i do have siblings were you competitive growing up so my story is really unique because i only have half siblings so i don't have I any two. whole siblings you do two half siblings and then i got a full sister she works here okay so i don't have any full siblings but i grew up in the same house as my half sister we got a six-year age difference we have different dads yeah but she's who i'm closest to yeah uh my oldest oldest sister i never even met it's like crazy story yeah. we found out about her when my dad was like you know in his 40s so it was something that just came back and then my dad remarried and i have two like really young siblings so i don't really have a relationship with yeah. them yet um, but we weren't competitive cause my sister and I had six years apart. So I kind of like looked up to her, wanted to hang out with her and I was the annoying little sister. Yeah. Um, but I comes from my dad just being so alpha and so a personality because like, I'll, I'll tell you a story. This is really funny. This is a story I always give. I've got two. When I was in second grade, I was in the spelling bee and I was going up against everybody up until sixth grade. Cause I was in elementary yeah. school. 
and I took second place and I was so excited and my mom was excited and I get off stage and I am you know I'm so proud because I'm in second grade you know and I'm beating sixth graders and my dad goes wipe that smirk off your face he goes do you know what second place means and I was like yeah that I almost won and he goes no it means you're the first loser on stage that everybody recognizes as not being good enough yeah and I said I'm eight so like I'm gonna lose it I'm gonna cry and my dad goes don't cry oh yeah girls and women you don't cry it makes you weak yeah he goes if you want to cry you save it for the shower you save it for your pillow at night where nobody can hear you yeah and you know that just stuck with me yeah and then um you know watching my mom kind of struggle go through a hard time my sister was still kind of around she wasn't big enough to like be out of the house yet and uh I think I think I was also maybe like eight or nine years old my sister tells this story and my sister goes, there was just one time where you looked at me and mom and you said, I will never be like you guys. I will never be a loser. I will never attract a loser. Yeah. I will never be financially struggling. I will never be like you guys. Yeah. And my sister goes, my little sister always knew what she wanted to be. She always knew what she was going to do. And like, I wish I had that drive. And I just think everybody has that grit, right? Everybody's got a, a story. Everybody's yeah. got, you know, something sad, but like no one And cares. you said that to your mom and sister? Yeah. Did they cry? Because I remember doing things like that. Yeah. And they were, I probably said it a lot meaner. You know what I mean? Because I, I was angry. Yeah. Both, both my parents were in jail. My mom got out broke. You know what I mean? We yeah. grew up in the ghetto, house shot up and different things. Started hustling at 14, 15 right. years old. And you get made fun of and like yes. kids look at you different. I look back now and it's like my mom's my world. We call her. I call her every night, give her some money, you know, things like that. And just take care of her. Just love her. Yeah. You know, but I look back because I, I think of like, man, I was so angry at the getting different stories. Growing up in a split home, I, I almost have like yeah. two memories. Like, what well, my dad told me, what well, my mom told me, oh, then yeah. I was like, then you get older, and you're like, oh, that's actually what I think happened, what yeah. I kind of recall. Because there's three sides to every story, and unfortunately, most adults aren't emotionally mature enough to realize that they're inflicting those wounds on their children, Yeah, and they're just kind of using you as a pawn between the other person because they're both hurt. Yeah, absolutely. So I learned that, you know, and yeah. um, you're, you're better than I am. I don't have a good relationship with either of my parents because I felt that they were both toxic, and they were people that were going to bring me down, and... But that's key too, because yeah. I, I try to tell people is I bring a lot of young people into, you know, running a sales company. Yep, that's so my best candidate. So it's like, but I try to tell them, I was like, sometimes the, the, I don't like to say the worst, but sometimes like the most negative people are the ones closest to you. Yeah. And that's mommy, daddy, and, and brother and sister telling you this isn't working or do this and do this. And Hey, I know you're working hard, but just, you know, come over here real quick. Let's hang out. Let's have some drinks. It's like, yeah. and your first few years, it's like, you, you really have no opportunity to sacrifice for like fun time, like your, your yeah. sacrifice needs to be building your business, building what it is you want to be building. Yeah. And people don't understand that. It's not that, you know, cause it, when you're younger, it gets really awkward because people want to know about your relationship with your parents. And I used to feel really uncomfortable talking about it, yeah. but it's exactly like sometimes the people closest to you are the ones that bring you down. Yeah. They're the people that you don't need to be around. You know, they say, and I'm not saying anything that anybody hasn't heard. Like if you are around four losers, you're the fifth. Absolutely. And whether that's your family at the end of the day, everyone is selfish yeah people want to be successful they want certain things they want a certain life it's the keeping up with the jones effect that everybody's going on flex culture right now right yeah but you can't do it for other people you got to do it for you but you got to recognize those people aren't good for my surrounding they're not good for my ultimate level of success i i you know bring in young women to my business i'm female entrepreneur i believe in women empowerment i want to show other women how to be successful especially in an administration position because they're usually you know underpaid yeah not valued underpaid undervalued not cute yeah I, I think growing up like one thing that kind of helped me and it's like i'm not i'm not like soft 
from it. If anything, I still maintained that. My dad was the same way, just a psychopath. I'm like, you got to be number one. Mm -hmm. But then the other half of my life was my mom and my sister. And seeing my mom struggle so much, like, I don't let nobody talk sideways to my little sister and my mom. Yeah. And, and really just women. Like, if I see, like, what, like, I kicked a guy out of our office for calling Sarah, who was just a, a sales rep at the time. Yeah. Who was like, no, bitch. And I was like, oh, listen, I don't care, you know, who, who it is. Yeah. We don't say, like, I don't, like, where I'm from, like, I, I was raised in the South. Like, oh, my yeah. dad. <laughs> It's, it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? If you swear in the wrong place or even referencing a woman, you know, yeah. what I mean? like just saying that, like, you're going to get beat, dog. Like, you're going to get beat. Like, it's yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. Right. Things like that. And you don't got to do that wherever you're from. But it's just, I think, I think people don't take into consideration where it's like, yeah, you know, the world's changing. There's more equality. But like, if you really dissect some area, like, it's not. You know what I mean? People yeah, are aggressive. Not. People, like, you got to, that's why you have to become a boss. You have to. You've got to become a boss. And as woman, a woman, you're man, called a bitch. You, yeah. It literally, if <laughs> you're one of the, like, you got to become a boss or yeah. you're going to be labeled the other. You yeah. know what I mean? And it goes for both. But yeah. more so, it's going to, like, people are going to take advantage of you. Exactly. And so that's what I, that's why I try to focus on hiring younger women. And I just, like, the example I give them is, you know, the people that are closest to you, they're, they're not your biggest supporters. Like everybody talks about social media, right? Yeah. Well, how many times do you post, hey, I bought a new car. I got a promotion. You'll get some love. You'll get some attention. Yeah. But when you post, oh, I broke up with my boyfriend. He cheated on me. Fuck this girl, she sent him nudes. How many people are liking that? How many people are engaging yeah. in the drama? How many people are in the turmoil? It's the crab bucket effect, yeah. right? Yeah. You ne the crab never gets out because yep. everybody wants to pull him down. And I just explained to people that I made that choice. I saw my circumstance. I was around people I didn't want to be like. Yeah. I didn't value their advice because why am I going to take advice from somebody I have no interest in being in their shoes? Yeah, absolutely. And you know, you my can, partner says it all the time. Yeah. And you can either, you know, and you'll meet people that have a problem for every solution you provide. Yeah. And those people are toxic and you have to get them out. Absolutely. And you got to find other leadership. You have to build your family. Like the girls that work with me, like they're my family. They're yes. my friends. They're my blood. Like I would go to bat for them yep. any day of the week. Yep. I'll take them over my own family. Don't get me wrong. Nobody's going to talk about my family side. Yeah. But yeah, except me. <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> but at the same time, like I, and I, lovingly like way better now, way better delivery. I've, I've had to check my mom and be like, Hey, look, I love you, but I'm not going to get financial advice right. from you. Cause you know, I'm in a position now where it's like, I'm taking care of you and it's, it's way different now. Cause yeah. like sometimes when I first started, I'd let her look at my, like my books, like my tag, things like that. She's like, you should do this. And I was like, I'd be a little more snappy. Like, no, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. The emotional, like, no. the ego. Yeah. No, no like I'm going to handle this. And like now, like there's a lot of, a lot of more gross coming in and things like that. And it's like, there's a lot more respect in, in, in certain things, but it's more so an understanding of like, I think people, I think it takes time, but I feel like you can keep certain people around but there needs to be barriers of like correct hey look i love you we're gonna have a we're gonna have a relationship as long as these expectations are met and these barriers aren't crossed yeah i think healthy boundaries are important in a working relationship any any relationship yeah any right? relationship yeah but people struggle to make those yes and people also something i had to get over early on in my career is you can't have the expectation of people on the potential you see yeah you have to love and give people the guidance at the level and expectation they have of themselves yeah you can't want for someone more than they want for themselves Absolutely. 
granted if you have somebody that talks the talk and doesn't walk the walk well again you don't want that cancer spreading in your culture i'm big on culture oh it's huge right so you don't want the person that's got a problem for every solution you know you got to get that out but if it's somebody that just needs some mentorship some guidance you know they need to understand that the people don't have their best interests you know that's somebody i'm going to invest and put my time into and help them because i was that 20 year old girl who was lost yeah who didn't have the leadership now what what did your what did your teens and 20s look like um so i mean obviously when i was like 15 the only job i could get was at the mall yeah so i worked at the fossil store and i got hired to greet people um they literally told me okay we're gonna hire you because you're like cute girl and there's a military base over here like straight up so yeah yeah. totally inappropriate yeah could have sued no i'm just kidding um but so i took that job you know worked retail helped my mom pay rent our apartment was like you know 900 dollars a month shitty apartment right um, and all the kids at school used to make fun of me and call me. I was, tell me I was poor. And you yeah. know, my dad lived in a really nice neighborhood, drove a really nice car, but people don't see that stuff. Um, and then I got into the bar and hospitality industry, right? Because yeah. it's like you want tips, you're in sales in a different way. And, yeah. um, but really dramatic environment. So I, you know, did everything that I could to get out of that city that I lived in. Yeah. Because I just, people in that city, they've stayed there. Small town syndrome. I keep seeing that. It's small town syndrome. Right. People get fascinated with their little city. Yeah. Or they want to go back to it. And yeah. I'm like, why? Like, why? But again, an insecurity you, or something inside. Like or a they, void. yeah, they peak and, and they just think that those are the best moments of their life. So they want to continue they to live go through back that. to it. Yeah. Yeah. And they're complacent and they would rather bitch about the job they hate. They, how many people do you know, hate their job, hate what they're paid, hate their significant other. Yeah. But they do nothing about it. Yeah. Like that's, you're the definition of insanity. Like, yes. So I just tell people like, Hey, either change it or shut the fuck up. Yeah. Stop bitching about the same stuff Yeah. because you're, you are the only person that can change your circumstance. Yeah. And I just, I knew like in my teens, I didn't want to be there anymore. So when I had the first opportunity to move out, I did, um, I pursued modeling and acting and stuff and I'm short. So, I mean, that was short lived, right? Just a lot of catalog work. Uh, I actually did really well with voiceovers cause yeah. I could pick up accents quick. Yeah. So I did that for a while, got back into the bar industry. Um, you know, everybody loves Chicago nightlife. So it was like easy to get into easy money, uh, went to school, got my degree, worked the whole time, ended up getting into real estate, you know, loved that because you where'd had, you go to school and get the degree? Uh, I just went online. Okay. So I got my degree while I worked wow. full time. Yeah. Because I wasn't going to, I, I didn't feel comfortable. I don't believe in the education system. So yeah. yeah I, know me, some people I didn't probably, go. Probably come for me, but yeah. <laughs> I just didn't want to put myself in that mountain of debt and I could get the same degree online and go to the college twice a week. Yeah. So why wouldn't I have pursued that? You yep. know what I mean? Like it just made more sense to me. So I did that so I could continuously work because I was trying to be financially independent on my own. Yeah. And I didn't want to move back in with my parents and I didn't want to live in their basement. I didn't want to rely on them. Right. So uh, as soon as I got my degree, I went into hospitality management and then I just realized I didn't like it. It wasn't for me. I didn't want to be in the restaurant culture anymore. I thought it'd be better if you were in management. It's not. Yeah. Um, you know, those people are, are toxic. You know, yeah. You've got 30, 40, 50 year old people serving in the bar and I just saw it as kind of a dead end. And then when I was working in real estate, I went back to that guy, helped him manage some properties. Unfortunately, things were done by the book, so that didn't work out. And then um, I was back on my ass and I'll never forget my stepmom drove me and said, hey, you can can come live with us. Like you can come live in the basement. You can help me watch the kids. And I just, I remember having a moment because I think I had like $800 in my bank account. It was like going to cover next month's rent. And that was it. Yeah. And I was like, I can't do it. Yeah. And I, I told her I would. And then I got out of the car and I freaked out. And I was like, I can't do it. I can't go back. I yeah. can't go back. And I was like, you got to figure it out. So I set up a hundred job interviews, 
did everything that I could. Ended up interviewing with this guy um, who is, you know, now my husband. Um, Let's go. So I interviewed for a sales job. Yeah. And I was like, dude, I don't want to do sales. I've done door to door. I've yeah. done sales. I'm not interested. What door to door did you do? Uh, I did coupon sales. Okay. You ever have the coupon people? I have. Hey, I'm one of your yeah. local business neighbors. Check out this spa package I have. Yeah. I work right down the street. Um, and it was really sketchy because like I would literally take people's credit card and like put it, a piece of paper over it and yeah. I would like imprint it myself. Okay. Like, how was that legal? Yeah. But anyway, so we used to compete with Groupon. I did that for a long time and I wish I would have had the mentality that I have now back then because I probably would have done better. But yeah. Um, so I, I remember I come in and I don't know what happens, but I'm sitting there for 45 minutes, not getting interviewed. And I'm like, I've been on interviews all day for door to door sales positions. I'm pissed. Yeah. And this guy walks in and he, you know, grabs my resume, says my name and he's like, you know, you ready and introduces himself. And I just looked at him and I said, do you always make your interviews wait 45 minutes? And he goes, looks at my resume, does like, doesn't miss a freaking beat and goes, it looks like you're unemployed. Do you have somewhere better to be? And I was like, I'm going to shut up. And yeah. I sat down and I went through the interview and I got invited back and I no called, no showed. I know I'm a terrible person because I'm in recruiting now and yeah. I can't even people do that. Um, and he called me and he goes, okay, I know you don't want to do sales. I have an opening in recruiting, but you have to learn the sales field. You, you got to learn and you got to get promoted leadership and yeah. then I'll put you in a recruiting position. And I said, fine, done deal. What do I, what's my sales goal? So he gave me a sales goal. And I said, how long do I have to do it? He goes, you have a month. I did it in two weeks. Dope. I was like, I'm getting out. Yeah. Like, I don't want to do sales. I love sales. I would do it now. I still go to the field. Like, I have yeah. fun. And I moved into recruiting, worked for another guy for a long time, helped, you know, this guy build his business, promote a bunch of offices, open up all over the country. He's got 200 offices now nationwide. Um, they do marketing sales and big box retail. Yeah. And um, I was able to venture out into other industries, but like I started consulting, but I remember bringing my negatives to the guy who owned the recruiting company. This yeah. was separate, right? So it was a different entity. And I just said, look, I just don't think the way that we do things are fair. I think the women are undervalued, underpaid. I think that we put too much on the recruiters and it's not sustainable and yeah. they don't make enough money. And he argued with me and he said, the managers aren't going to pay that much. The clients are going to pay that much. This is not a good idea. You know, X, Y, and Z. And I was working 120 hours a week, barely making minimum wage. And I was like, I can't sustain this. Yeah. So I left um, and I, I shook his hand and I said, I appreciate all the mentorship and guidance you've. And that was your husband? Mm -mm. No, this is the guy who owned the recruiting company. I said, okay. I'm going to start my own venture. And okay. so I left that. Was company. your husband your boss? Or? No. So he hired me for another company to do recruiting for his And then company. you went to another they company. No, no, no. So they outsourced their recruiting to company A. Okay. So he got me in his company to work under company A. Okay. You make, does yeah. that make sense? Okay. So he recruited you to another company. Yeah, essentially. exactly. Okay. So, um, and I, so we parted ways. I started my business and uh, then the pandemic hit. So that was really fun. And I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. And the guy called me and he's like, you want to come back and work for me? And I was like, no. I left with two girls and a handful of clients. I think we had five. Yeah. And I left all my other employees there. I left all the people that I trained, hired, personally developed all my Are clients. Are the two still with you? Yeah. I still, have, I still have both my girls. Um, so I'm really lucky. They're, they're amazing. Yeah. So. Um, and they said, hey, we'll follow you to the end of the earth. You know, we, we know you got us. And yeah. now we have tripled in size. And we literally have like a similar, like I went open my first office in Lincoln, Nebraska. The pandemic yeah. hit. Then I got You're promoted like, to an Shit. owner. Okay. And I got took my two boys. Yeah. But one, one left. But it's <laughs> okay. But I, I mean, still got one. I still got well, one. Well, technically, Alexis did leave. But I got her to come back. Okay. I said, I think that you should go interview and see what the real world's like. Yeah. And she called me and she said, 
okay, no, I want to come back. Yeah. Um, so I, I still have her to this day. She works out of Pittsburgh, actually. Oh, let's yeah. go. So um, she, uh, they've been great. And, and luckily now we've diversified. We work in logistics, sales, healthcare, you name it. We have more yeah. clients than we know what to do with. We're in every industry possible. And it's, you know, it's crazy how, how fast things work out. Now, for for the audience that is listening, for a simplified explanation yes. of how the company works. Yeah. So I Go own ahead. Market Social, which is a recruiting public relations um, and, and social media management company, essentially. Yeah. So we have exclusive contracts with recruiting, marketing, and sales individuals in big box retail. Yes. So that's where our business started. That's where we have the 150 offices from. Yeah. So those were like our first clients. We built that from five offices. You know, that was like our bread and butter. So you have 150 like brick and mortar buildings throughout the... Throughout the U.S. Okay. Of all people that do sales and marketing. And is that through just your company alone? No. So that's that's my husband's company. So okay. we do the recruiting for them. Okay. So then we started to diversify. I got involved with solar guys, roofing guys, people yeah. who struggled with recruiting. And from there, you know, I our name just kind of spread and we kept going from there and we started getting into other industries that we could learn. I started hiring business development representatives, people for real estate. And I realized that, you know, our, our, our what we're good at, you can you can do it in anything. Yeah. You just have to be good at recruiting. You have yeah. to understand the psychology of an applicant, what they want, you know, because we have, we'll get an applicant and maybe they, they're not a good fit for this client, but we can flip them over there to that client and still get them their dream job. So yeah it's fulfilling two ways and we've only worked on word of mouth. We've never done any advertising. How many like people want to be recruiters versus sales? I mean, we literally have two positions. We have sales yeah. or recruiting. So I think that's a good question. I think we flip a lot of people from sales into recruiting, yeah. but the only reason is because they can't handle face-to-face -face rejection. Yeah. It's just a muscle that they haven't developed. And in order to be honestly, in order to be successful, you got to be 10 feet tall and bulletproof. You got to yeah. have thick skin. You got to know how to sell. Absolutely. Yourself, right. So, I would say now with the pandemic and stuff, most people don't want to get into recruiting because it's so hard with unemployment and people not wanting to work and oh, yeah. I can work from home for 20 bucks an hour. But um, the people who do want an opportunity and do want to get into recruiting and, and do like doing what's good by the people, I mean, we we don't have any turnover. Yeah. You know, we, we obtain the good people, the people that are toxic. See, the insurance industry is 8% make it after 10 years. Wow. Yeah. 8%. I, I don't know what the sales and marketing staff are for the guys that we work with 8%. in retail. I'd be curious to know. What do you think? Nine? You think it's 9%? Shut up. <laughs> She's yeah. discussing. I would um, say uh, if you're personally brought in, yeah. your first year, 50% will make it. If you're personally mm -hmm. recruited. But if you have a personal investment. Yeah, if there's a personal investment. But if we pay like a vendor, so I get Zip Recruiter and, and I have them send me a bunch of whatever sets, Names, et cetera. Yeah. Five to ten percent will make it the first first year. Hires through um, job sites, vendors, different things like that. But they're needed because not everybody's yeah, a key player. Pipeline. Yeah, you got to keep a pipeline. And then as you start to expand your people in the leadership in our in our industry, not everybody's like a key player like yourself or myself. Or I can go out, I can recruit somebody every day. Well, you've got to think about it. We're also the top one percent of how people think. Yes. So you're never gonna find that. That's yeah. why we work in the masses, right? Because we got to yeah. find that needle in the haystack. So. Yes. It pays off. Absolutely. So now with recruiting back into your husband's company, what's like the name of his company then? Is it, is it? Are we allowed to talk about that? Yeah. Which one? He's got a bunch, but like, I guess the corporate company, you call it the modern vendor. I don't know if it was like just some big well-known. 
Oh, if you mean the company that has all the contracts, it's Smart Circle. Oh, okay. That's yeah. Uh, yeah everybody knows say, what Smart Circle yeah, is. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, I'm going to get dope. some heat. <laughs> it is what it is. Um, From what? Competitors? Competitors. Like people. You I know, say whatever on a podcast. You're in sales. Yes. People literally will hate Smart Circle because they didn't make it or they feel like okay. they were bait and yeah. switched or like it's the same thing that you're going to deal with, okay. right? Yeah. So whatever. I like Smart Circle because that's where I got my start and I yeah. learned a lot of good skills from it. Yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah. Now with trans, when did you get the, when did you get the whips? When did the, when did the whips start coming? Oh, when did I get the cars? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Tegan, when do you think I got the cars? Six months to a year ago? Yeah, so I got the G-Wagon, what, two years ago? So that was, like, the first car that I ever bought myself. I heard the G-Wagons are, like, on, uh, I don't know, like, they're hard to get right now. They are. Like, Every, I mean, honestly, ever. Like, you could sell yours probably for more. So I did. So I flipped okay. it to a dealership, and I was, like, good. Like, they owed me money. Yeah, I was going to say, like, because I've talked to a few And ladies. it was a 2017, so it didn't even have, like, the new body or anything. Yeah. So, but, like, I don't like the new body. I think it's too GP, which is why I ended up wanting to get rid of it. And um, so then I got the Urus. Yeah. And I love it. And people don't like that car. And they're like, oh, it's I love done. a Urus. Yeah, and they're like, everybody has one now, and it's not exclusive and whatever. Yeah. And they're like, it's not as cool as the two-door. It sounds the same. Yeah. It does the same thing. That's dope. I, li I like nice. it a little. I, I, my favorite Lambo is the SVJ. Somebody has a gold one around here. It's oil. That's his, that's his handle. At oil. His name is Brock. Okay. He, I need to like get yeah, on the Brock, He's Brock's dope. well known in the car community. He he drives it. I mean, I think he still has unless he sold it. But um, I, yeah. I mean, I don't know him like directly. I yeah. know um, his ex-partner. Okay. But yeah. What are they? What are they? What, what does he, he do? Yeah, what's he I do? don't know. I think he's like in crypto. I think he's in a bunch of stuff like crypto, restaurants, yeah. you name it. Yeah, yeah. But what, he's well known. What about the fighter? You said you you knew a Scott UFC Holt. fighter. How now? That's my husband's best friend. They grew up in Georgia together. Okay, that's I grew up in Arkansas. Yeah. So Southern boys. Southern. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it's different. Absolutely, it absolutely is different. Especially like the South I grew up in. It's like black South. Like you don't see like like you probably never seen like a bunch of like black guys riding, riding horses like. It's like it's like this like hidden land, you know what I mean? Like you yeah. go into like Little Rock, Arkansas, and and uh, I grew up on a farm where we raced horses and that's cool. Yeah, all types, yeah. but it's the diversification. So yeah, grew up in the country, and then parents went away, and then we went to the ghetto, and then kind of last four or five years, I've, I've learned all these different types of forks. You get to use at different special dinners. That's cool. I remember going to like my first nice dinner, and I was like, had to like send a picture to my mom. And I was like. Yo, literally. What the hell? Am. Yeah. What do I do? What's yeah. This, what's I literally was like, what is this? Like, Why are there so many forks? I was like, what, what is going on here? So what's your favorite car? I really like the Cullinan. I really yeah. do. And it's funny because um, I, I messaged this guy and I asked him where he got his, his car service because I order them from out of state. Yeah. I got a guy who can find like any car. He's awesome. That's so. Um, But I have a new car on the way. So I think Can you tell anybody? It's Yeah. It's a Ferrari F8 what a tributo tribute i can't i don't know how to pronounce it to be honest but um it's like a two-door and it's all white and it's so funny now do you do any modifications or you just leave them as is oh no i would never do a modification on a ferrari no wraps or nope. you leave the ferrari alone, i'm such a kid or you will i want to wrap everything you do that to a ferrari you'll never be able to buy a new one what yeah they take so much pride in their inventory that justin bieber can't buy them kim kardashian if you do some kind of modification that is not approved that they don't like they sued philip Pine. Oh my God. Yeah, you can't fuck with Ferrari. They love their brand. And so like, that's why I'm like, respect. Like you get a prancing horse, that's respect. Yeah. Like, you know, they they want to uphold the integrity of their brand, which is 
awesome. Yeah. It's, it's legitimately exclusive. It's like you can't cut the product. It's yeah, like, we it's, gave it to you pure. You got to keep it pure. And you can buy a used one. You could do whatever you want. But if yeah. you ever walked into a Ferrari dealership and they know that stuff, like you won't, you won't get one. I went to one. Uh, I was down in Marco Island and we, we shipped our cars down there. My buddy has a way nicer car than me. He's been doing this a little longer. He's got the uh, he got? McLaren 720S. Not a big McLaren. I'm not a big one either, but, but he I put a tune on it. It's pretty fast. McLaren keychain. That's where I get my cars from. The McLaren dealership in uh. Is there, there's North a McLaren Carolina. dealership? Oh, okay, I don't know if there was one here. I was like, Mm-mm. I uh, but we shipped our cars down there and uh, Marco Island, which was which was phenomenal. But we drove up like 20, 30 minutes north, and there was a huge Ferrari dealership. And I think I don't know if he gets cars from there, but it's Ferrari Central Floor. I don't know what it I was. But we drove through the Keys, too, which was really fun. Yeah. I would recommend doing that because it was, like, literally, like, 200 miles. And just you drove from one side, Marco, to Miami. Yeah. And I, I, it was the fastest I've ever gone. And I had an F-Type. And I would think got it to, like, 185 or something like that. But, like, I don't think, feel like the car was, like, built for that because I was, like, shaking. And I was, like, kind of, like, the car is shaking. Yeah, that's a little scary. Yeah. Whereas, like, and then, like, McLaren's, like, 220. Oh, no, that I'm thing's like, fine. Yeah, fine. Yeah, light. Absolutely. It's nice. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, so the cars just started happening. But again, like I said, I've been at this for 12 years. Yeah. So like, and I think it overnight success. Yeah, it happened. It helped to diversify my business, too. Yeah, because people don't understand like recruiting can be so lucrative if you just pick up odd jobs like you feel a business development representative. I mean, you're going to make anywhere from 50 to 100 thousand dollars depending on how much that person's going to make. Yeah. You know, that's just an example. Oh, say like recruiting you like with your company, like you get paid in correspondence with the individual success as well. Yeah. So depending if it's like commission based work. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So if it's 100 percent commission and they went out, and made a mill, would, would they be like a contract where it's like I need 10 percent? Yeah. So they cap it, of course. Right. But they also have to pay upfront fees. Yeah. You know, the uh, OK. Yeah. So they cap it. I mean, if the person's making a million dollars, good for them. But like, yeah, we wouldn't touch any of that. Plus my fees, like, again, I believe in doing what's right by people. I'm not trying to price gouge. Everybody's like inflation. Yeah. Da, 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 da. We have the most reciprocity. Yeah. We have get. the most competitive rates in regards to any staffing company because we're on a staffing company i don't want to compete with you for the employee i don't want to yeah. employ them i don't want to recycle them we're just a recruiting agency we'll fill and staff the position for you and re-interview as much as you need and then well do do the people pay you for like a year or it depends so sometimes we work contract to contract like we only have to fill three positions and then they'll contact us if there's any turnover they need additional expansion and then we have open funnels that we keep for you know other clients so what about like like an insurance company like in my, in my case and mm-hmm. this is just personal curiosity it's like I really don't have a limit of like how many people I want. Like I want like yeah, you have an ongoing funnel. Yeah, the same thing as SCI. Thousands. But that's what we do. So so would that still work? Yeah, or, it's like, literally the same like, thing. Well, I don't have a limit. Yeah, because we don't really do the recruiting for you at that point. We just open the funnel and place your ads and make sure that you get the most volume possible. Yeah, I feel like that would be that's like the best yeah, situation. We specialize in high volume recruitment. That's what yeah, I mean, I'm just sitting there thinking. I'm like, this is exactly what a lot of people need to be doing. Yeah, but a lot of people don't do that. And here's why. Because they don't understand how the job boards work for one. Or two, they don't want to invest the money and they think they're good recruiters. So it's actually funny because my dad reached out to me and was like, hey, can you help me with recruiting? And I was like, yeah, Yeah. sure thing. And so I was like, dad, do you want me to call these people and do their interview and then pass them to you and you make hiring decisions? He's like, no, 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 just book the interview, have them come in. Or he goes, just give me the resume. Do you like people to do their interviews in person? I'm open to either. But what I explained to my dad is I said, if you're not a good interviewer, you will lose good candidates. And he's like, oh, I'm a good interviewer. I'm a good interviewer. So what happened? He called him the people himself. I just gave him the resumes. Yeah. Nobody showed up. Because he's not a good recruiter. Yeah. And it's not his trade. And then the person who did show up didn't take the job. Yeah. Because I was like, it also helps to have a recruiter versus a hiring manager. 
Yep. You know, they're like people like to feel that they're going upstairs. You know, they're going up to the higher, you know, decision maker. Yeah. You know, if a recruiter can make the decision on the phone, what's the point of the person interviewing? Yeah, absolutely. I feel like that's one thing we could do better. Just being so young, everybody's just hiring their like frat mates or whatever the hell they're called. And there's nothing wrong. Like, hey, come on, come on in. And yeah. I'm cool with it. You know what I mean? It's they good to personally recruit. It gives yes. you a different competitive advantage and a good culture. But the other thing is like you need an active pipeline with being in sales because yeah, to there ten, is turnover. To 10 X like quickly though. Like I, I definitely agree with the personal recruiting, but like the mass, yeah. like, you know what I mean? Getting, getting everything. Absolutely. You think the biggest blocker you, you say it's people not wanting to invest and they then, don't want to invest or they think they can do it themselves yeah. and they can't because if you're a small mom and pop shop, you are competing with my company and all the clients that are paying me to be on Indeed, yeah. to be on ZipRecruiter, to be on CareerBuilder, to be on LinkedIn. You just financially will Ego. never compete with me because you don't have the funds. Yeah. You know what I mean? Your job as on the 10th page, the job seeker stops looking after the third. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. It, it's a lot of things or people think that they can hire their best friend's sister and it's going to work out. And yeah. then, you know, Becky has a bad experience and now there's a family drama. Like there's yep. all sorts of stuff, but to be successful, especially in sales. And I know people are like, Oh, sales, like sale. Everybody is selling themselves. Yeah. You need to be good. At, you need to be marketable. You need to have good sales skills Absolutely. in anything if you want to succeed. Yeah. So I don't think people should shy away from it. I think that more people, if they understood how attractive it was to be responsible for your own opportunity, more people would get involved in sales. Yeah. But the reason there's turnover in sales, it's never, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm sure there's bad leadership. I'm sure there's other examples, but nine times out of 10, it's because that individual quit on themselves. Yeah. It's because that individual quit on their potential. And they'll live with that for the rest of their life. Yeah, absolutely. I have so many people talk about it. Man, I really wish I would have stuck it out. Yeah. I'm, you know, that's, hey. like, that's like half. That's If not half, it, maybe even 75% of the people that leave are like, man, seeing where you're at now, I wish I would have. I made a mistake. Yeah, absolutely. Or even like I have people that don't necessarily work back with me, but they're like, if I wouldn't have learned the invaluable skills that you taught me, I would not be the best employee at my job now. What are some of your favorite like books or what do you do to continue to grow and develop yourself? So that's a really good question. I don't really read a lot. You don't have, I mean, I, I I read, Gary V doesn't read. Yeah. So you I don't, don't read. He's like a genius. I'm don't not read. the person who's going to pick up a book. Right. Yeah. I would rather network and learn from other people. Where, where have you learned? Where have you acquired your skills, your mindset? Cause it's definitely something you've developed. You know what I mean? Cause you're 100%. highly intelligent, highly successful. So a hundred percent. And I have to thank my mentors for that. I yeah. have, I sought out really good leadership early on. Yeah. And I also stuck behind somebody that I knew was going somewhere. And then you just asked good questions. And I asked good questions and I took the advice. A lot of people are bad at taking um, criticism or advice because yeah. they take it so personally. And as soon as you kill your ego, that's when you really succeed. Uh, absolutely. As soon as you're trying to tell people that all the yeah, time. Yeah. Your ego cannot be the forefront of your personality because you will, you will hold yourself back yeah. light years. And on top of that, if you just do what's right by other people, it comes back tenfold. Yeah. I went head to head with the person who owned the other company I worked for. There's a reason we are bigger than that company is now. And I'm not saying that to be cocky. I'm not yeah. saying it to be arrogant. I'm not saying it because well, numbers like, don't lie. I mean, right. I'm, numbers, I'm not like the, the best of the yeah. best, but it's because I, saw a broken system and I saw people like not just people being treated bad. And I said, yeah. I could do this exact model, but I could make it successful and I could care about my people and I could pay them more. Yeah. And it's worked. 
what's key to like what do you, what do you do to like maintain mental sanity with juggling everything running a business like what do you like to do like it's a really that's a great question because i think a lot of people right now are talking about like mental health yeah like make sure your mental health comes first like don't sacrifice your mental health and i'm probably going to get hated on for this too not that i don't believe there's not mental health issues because yeah. i do for the longest time i didn't believe it and then i like saw some it's, people take their lives it's real and like, yeah and but it's it's not it's real how you make it right so yes. it, like you talked about how you didn't sleep and you got in those car accidents right yeah. you're burning the stick at both ends your mental capabilities you're not sharp yes right yes but to juggle those things and to be successful i talked earlier about a person who had a problem to every solution we would provide right yeah you have to put yourself in a winning position what you speak into your life becomes your reality and Amen. people don't believe that if you so facts yeah if you hate your body image if you hate your job you hate your spouse you hate all these things you're saying such negative things so whenever i interview people i say hey what's the first thing that you think of when you wake up you want to know what most people say take a guess what's the first thing you think of when you wake up i'm excited when i wake up like oh. I, I think the first thing i think of is just like winning i get like i'm a, i'm just an aggressive person i want to sure. win i wake up i just think about winning you know what most people say like though? nine times out of ten but most people go oh i think about how my alarm's going off and i gotta get up oh i get pissed i'm like if somebody's up before me right like, but that's you're starting your day with a yes. negative mentality right so take yeah. that and you don't think that breeds into other absolutely things. you're pissed on the road now you've got road rage yeah you go to the office you're pissed that you're late because you were dealing yeah. with traffic stuff yeah. you're still talking about it at 3 p.m yes I tell people that mental health is real, but in order to be successful, you have to be 10, 10 feet tall and bulletproof. Yes. You have to. You have to be a duck on water. Your ego can't exist in your personality. You need to do what's right by people. But business is black and white. Absolutely. Success doesn't give a shit about your feelings. Yeah. Okay. And other people don't. So are you putting yourself in a good position mental health wise? If I get tapped out, my team knows. I say, guys, I am drained. I've been up. I've been sending proposals. I'm talking to clients. I'm digging into recruiting results i need a break i'm going to check out you yep. won't be able to get a hold of me from this time to this time yeah and i do whatever it is that's good for me whether it's going to get my nails done going to the salon going to buy a car retail therapy yoga going to the gym right whatever yep. it is do that for you but most people don't do that every single day i wake up every single day i get on the peloton or i go work out i was gonna say do you have a route to, my morning routine is like my key that's I wake up. Peloton. Do you do any affirmations? I mean, speaking into existence, I'm big affirmations. I am big on affirmations, and that's why I love the Peloton because okay. they give you affirmations throughout your workout. I didn't know that. It is life. That's so sweet. I love it. It yeah. is so motivating, and you will get it at the right moment. How many times I like I run conference calls, and I will use those Peloton affirmations yes. that they give. I w I show my people. I, it's cool because I've kept like the notebooks. And yeah. Everything I've written down has pretty much come true. Like Comes to roughly, yeah, absolutely, and it's like. I'm just like, regardless of highs and lows, I'm just like, I'm just going to stay right here. That's why, like, I really fought with, like, all right, I don't really believe in mental health, like, issues. Yeah. Like, you just need to master your mind. You're not giving it long enough to positively it's build that muscle. habit. Yeah. Your mind naturally wants to be negative, right? So you should Absolutely. have a routine. But your mind does want to attack itself. Exactly. You're, so I see what you're saying. Because my mind definitely, like... All throughout the day, this sucker's trying to attack you. Like, yes. yeah, you're not good enough. Well, and how easy is it for like for you to to get in that mental yes. negativity, right? How many people want to talk shit about whatever? How many yeah. drama, gossip, whatever? So every morning I start my day and A, I'm just 
grateful I woke up. Absolutely. Because some people don't even get to experience another yeah. day. And on top of it, then I go on the Peloton. Why? It's not, it, yes, does it help you look good? But like for real, if you look good, you feel good. Yeah. You know, if you come to work Deion looking Sanders. like shit, you're going to feel like shit. Yes. Don't roll out of bed and show up at the office where you're going to have to interact with 50 people. My dad always said, you need to dress every day like you're going to see your worst enemy. Yes. Don't get me wrong. I still come to work in Lulu's and stuff. And I'm, you know, I'm good. But yeah. like. You work, I work out every single day because I am able to clock out. I'm able to get that positivity into my life. I'm able to release some There's of that There's nothing stress. better than letting that sucker out. You and know what I mean? People like don't just get that. that. Go on a walk. Yes. I'm not saying you got to go all in. If you're starting somewhere, go on a walk outside. Yeah. Get outside. Get active. It changes the game. But then on top of it, um, you know, so I, I work out, right? Um, I'll watch pod, I'll listen to podcasts. I'll listen to motivational. What's my, your podcast go to? Um, there's an affirmation, babe. And it's like one of my favorite things. And they hit on different things. We'll write it down. See if Sarah, it's is it good for everybody thing. or is it more it's so more for the, the girls? It's towards women. Yeah. Uh, my other favorite podcast. And this is, this is one of the things that I really think change just like some of my habits, right? Cause we all have bad yeah. habits. Um, and I was like one of those people that I would, uh, she, this, I can't think, oh, it's called happiness by Gretchen. I can't think of what her last name is, but she talks about the 60 second rule and she's like, you know, like I hate clutter all over my house and stuff, but like how many times do you just throw your jacket on the chair or you leave your shoes by the front door? If it takes you less than 60 seconds, just do it right then, right there and never think about it again. Yeah. And following that rule changed my life. That's one of the hardest things with my, with, with my culture is with these, all these young men is they just leave shit everywhere. Yep. Like they don't care. And I'm like, I'm like, I know you're not paying for it, but like. But that it's breeze. even their shit that they pay for. I'm like, your car, I walked past your car. It looks like shit in there. You're you're never going to have a sexy ass, like boss ass lady in the passenger of your like hot dogs. And she's you think she wants what? Dude? She's, she's not getting you. She's she's you look like a mess, dude. She's not getting into the first place. Yeah. Nine, 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 no. ten, we don't have to get in your car anyway, but um, <laughs> we got our own. Yes. Um, but, she's getting in her Lambo. You're getting in your dirty Subaru for a fucking reason. Hey, I can't tell you that that's like one of the most rewarding feelings is like being next to a guy and he thinks he's all awesome and then like i unlock one of my cars and they're like shut the fuck <laughs> up or i have guys that are like is that your dad's car is that your husband's car whose car is that like yeah. why can't it be mine why can't it be mine you know i shared a message on that the other day i'm leaving lifetime a couple months ago and and i wonder if it was you it was it was a woman in a white rolls royce no it might have been marco's <laughs> wife and i'm thinking to myself and i'm like my mind said oh i wonder if that's her husband's and i'm like what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, but you guys do it. I'm like, yeah, my mind said that, and I t- and I tell all the people, and I'm like, why? You know what well, I mean? Like, yeah, it's crazy. Why? Like, why can't she have the whip herself? Why can't it be her whip? You know what I mean? So it's like having that. Our just, mind yeah, goes. I said there. maybe it's Margot's wife, but that's just because I, that's the only other white Rolls Royce that I know. So I'm like. But I, I'm just going in on this message, so I, it's I've made it like my personal mission. So to not do that. To not do that, but I look at the insurance industry and basically just our, we've got 10,000 employees in our company. Yep. Now mine has 150 on, on paper roster, yeah. but like the, the women percentage is like low. And I'm like, why it's women? Um, why the fuck do we not have a bunch of bu- the best woman? Yeah. Well, actually not the best woman. So one of the biggest agency owners, I'm an agency owner in our company is a, a woman. woman. She's 15 minutes away from me. Yep. I know. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, and she's a. She's a boss. And I'm like, why can't we have an equal amount? Why can't it be 50%? Full transparency. And I don't mean this rudely. I mean, women are usually better in business if they can work on their mental and insecurity issues. And yeah. the only reason is because they understand people better and they can process information yeah. and mature faster. 
and not again i think men are it's most industries are male dominated yeah but women get intimidated working in a male dominated industry and sales usually is male dominated yeah or they're overly sexualized in a sales transaction yep like i'm only going to sign up or i'm only going to do this if i can get your number if i can take you on a date when i did coupon sales yep. i can't tell you how many people granted I'm that's smart. one of the f so i just i'm just now starting to break ground my one of my right hand women her name's savannah shipman and i got her from capital grill she's been with me for a year nice. she's a regional director she's got probably seven or eight other young women and Sarah kind of like partners with her. They like kind of help. That's, she basically recruited my assistant. I recruit, I recruited her. She recruited my assistant. I was like, I bust her, bust her balls about it all the time. He's recruiting our people from the restaurants, man. Right. I'm, well, she came to me. <laughs> I try not to sh like shit yeah, where I no, eat because I, I have a wine locker there and I'm like, oh my God, I feel so, I went, I apologized to them. I was like, I really didn't like. You mean to take her. Yeah. Down. And I have not taken anybody else from the capital. Well, I yeah, literally, and sometimes eat. it happens. Yeah. Sometimes it'll happen and I'm like, I kind of like believe in like the divine appointment. If, if something's meant to be, divine I'm not going to be able to stop it. You know what I mean? If it's meant to be. But but one of the first things I trained her with is like people, even though you're virtually selling and my little sister, it's like mm -hmm. men and just really just men are just immediately they're just they sexualize. So yeah. the mind immediately I heard a podcast and I said I believe it said like the male's mind is wired to immediately yep. like they'll it'll yeah, it's animalistic it, yeah it's Human animalistic it, like looking at the bench like oh, okay nothing but then you see a woman mm -hmm. the male's mind is like oh, it's just sexualizes yeah. but it's like and i thought to myself i was like well one that's insane but i also thought to myself well if i can control my thoughts i can also master yep. like a muscle i don't have to exactly. sexualize it's every woman memory. and if anything i think it's more and it's actually cool because i just came up on three years with no porn i always like to shout that out to kind of like rub Congrats. it in these, good for you to, but mastering the mind. It's not because I want to be better than people right. or shit like that. You want I to master have your mindset. But want, people don't do that. Yes. But that's what we're talking about. Like mental health and stuff. I'm not saying it doesn't happen. Yeah. But I'm saying, what do you do to put yourself in a situation to not have mental health breaks? Yes. What is the food that you're feeling your body with? Are Facts. you eating McDonald's? Are you eating fast food? You wonder why you feel like shit. You wonder yep. why you want to talk all that shit. You know what I mean? Are you going to the gym? Are you moving your body? No. Yep. You wonder why those things happen because you're not putting yourself yep. in a position to be ahead and to have that mental muscle that you need to yep. succeed. You're going to get drugged down in the turmoil. Especially like the people. That's a big thing. Who are you they're surrounding yourself with? Yapping it's their mouths all the time. Drama, this, that, and the other. Because nobody wants to see you doing better than them. It's really rare to see people. That's when that they stop supporting you. Yeah. They'll support you when they're doing better than you or uh -huh. you're at your funeral. That you. That's you're it. in the casket. Then they'll, oh my God, they were so awesome. Yeah. That's, I think funerals piss me off the most. I'm not an emotional person. So yeah. Like, just sadly, my dad beat, the shit that, beat that shit out of me. But at funerals, I'm like, man, all these people showed up. But where were they on this person's small business and they just no, started nowhere. or like where were they when they were down or put this picture up and they were looking for some encouragement and no yeah. like or, or or I think another thing is just is back to like, you know, it's like, you know, even even women starting businesses and it's like on social media and support what's like she don't have to be naked for you to support her. Huh. You know what I mean? Like she don't have to be like in a in a bikini for you to like the picture support yeah. how can i do it and this People that and the don't other do that though like i have so many friends that don't like my business page that don't get involved in that stuff do you know how many men how who have i've had to pitch or whatever because again most business owners are male they're and they're like wow i i didn't expect to learn all of this and i'm like what does that even mean like yeah what yeah i've had men say crazy stuff to me like yeah. think that oh well i honestly i was just getting in here because i need a reason to talk to you I've had so many men that are like, why don't you just do OnlyFans? Wouldn't that be easier? I, and I think it's ego. 
You know, if yeah. I were to like boil it down to like what's a what's a a point of origin, you know what I mean, where you ask why, why, why. Yeah. Well, the point of origin, I feel like, is ego. Like you, we're just so limited as humans of like we we limit ourselves to this pride state that we we live in of like ah, oh, it just wouldn't make sense or this that and the other. Right. And it it's a good like ego keeps us alive. Yeah. But we feed it so much that we yeah. end up. We end up destroying ourselves mm -hmm. with the same thing that's supposed to keep us alive. Yeah, you have to starve it. But on top of that, it's like a successful woman doesn't have to demas like demasculate a man. Like it doesn't emasculate. I'm sorry, not demasculate. Emasculate a man by any means. Like, yeah. you know, you can still make more money than that individual. They can still be successful. Like the most attractive thing about my partner is the fact that he tried to educate me. He yeah. tried to help mentor me. He tried to give me other outlets for ways to be successful. Yeah. And most men won't do that. You know, and yeah. what I explain to my girlfriends that are like, oh, I'm married to a wealthy guy or, oh, I'm in a relationship with a guy who does really well. What, like, and they drive the nice cars and they live in the nice house and they have the nice things. And I just go, well, who, whose name's on the title? Who owns the house? Yeah. What happens when he upgrades for another 25 year old? Yeah. When you're 35. And they have nothing to say. And I'm like, are you going to go move in with your parents at 35? How degrading is that? I was out on a trip in Key Largo and I heard this guy say, and it, it had me pondering for a while. And he was like, I just got out of a relationship. And he's like, they were talking about their relationships. And this guy was like, yeah, I just found this girl and she's making 700,000 a year. And the guy was like, oh, dude, leave her. You don't, <laughs> you don't want a girl that's making, making that much money. And I'm why? sitting there like, uh, why? I, Cause I'm, I'm, right. I'm 23. So I still like, I feel like. As oh, much as I start to realize that I'm still a baby. I'm like, yeah. I thought the last girl I was with, I was going to marry. You know what I mean? I'm one of those guys. I got, I still got the name right, right there on my ass. Oh, I got, no. I can show the podcast. I got a name on me. You got tatted? Um, I'm one of those guys. You're yeah. branded? I'm branded. You can't ever do yeah. that. That's when it goes to die. Yeah. I don't, I'm okay. crazy. I'll do it again. It's all right. I don't Good care. I'm telling you. I'm go, I'll up. do it again. I'm a just You're 23. A, yeah. I'm just like a jump off the cliff type. I drank the, I drank the Kool-Aid with the, the life insurance. When's your birthday? 925 Libra 925 98 Libra Libras are usually pretty stable I'm a not psycho. super crazy Yeah no I'm crazy I I promise like I'm going to get another name for sure I wonder what your moon sign is Do you know your whole chart No You got download ghost chart Yeah no but if a girl ever asked you that. But dude, I'm sitting friend. there thinking, I'm sitting there thinking like, yeah. what the fuck do you mean? Yeah, you, like you don't want that girl. I and it, I think it started just to like wrap up and you're like, "Oh, you don't want her to have that much power." And I'm like, "Oh my god." But a relationship doesn't have I to don't, be a power I don't, struggle. It's not a power, and it's not a competition. You know, yeah. I, that was one of the things. You know, I kind of try to communicate with my ex. I was like, "Listen, me getting up, despite you getting up at noon, is not me competing with you. I don't want you to ever think yeah. it's like, you know, I I don't want to compete in our relationship to against one another. Yeah. If anything, I want to support you to be better than you were yesterday. Yeah. But that's not me thinking you're worse lazy than me, or lazy yeah. or anything like that. I think that's a struggle for, for young relationships. Always. You know, because it's like... One person get, wants to level up and one person wants to be young. Be, be young. Free and or they'll think differently of like, you leveling up is you trying. thinking you're better than them or something like that. It's okay, like, but you also have to think about, look at what society shows you. Gary Vee, great example. What did he just do? Left his wife for a younger version. So I, I think, didn't even know that. Oh yeah, mm -hmm, it just happened. <laughs> you're welcome. Oh, I, um, didn't even, yeah. I know. I know all this here. But like that is what women go through and they get scared of like, yeah. well, what if I help you build this life and do all these things and yeah. then I'm just going to get left because you're you're here now. I mean, look at Jeff Bezos. 
Yes. Look at all, like all, yeah, pretty much they all. Do it to feed their ego. What do you need a, a younger, hotter version of? Like that yeah. girl didn't see you at your worst. Why that, would you want somebody that doesn't want you for you? They want you for your title, your money. Like that. Why we're in such a that's one thing, superficial world. That's one thing. Like now that like I'm starting to hit a different stride where I'm like in the dating scene of like, and I get back into that. Do I tell girls like, hey, look, I've got a someone like because no, i don't want to be play it, play it i want to like play like simple or, or like just play me like me for me because yeah. i don't want to get caught up in a si situation where it's like oh man you know what i mean you got caught just up just say in you're a, in sales yeah and then as you what advice do you give your young women because that'll kind of yeah. give me more perspective on like what should i look for because i feel like the duality and perspectives help like what advice yeah. as a successful woman yourself are you giving your your girls. Well, so I always tell them like you have to make sure that you feel respected in the relationship and heard and that the man is emotionally mature enough. But I always talk about like sometimes you're going to outgrow people. That's a big thing. I wasn't emotionally mature all the time as well. Like even being a successful business, I feel like, man, we like try to ride our egos out. Yeah. I was a, I, if there's one thing I'm a ba I'm not a baby about anything. Yeah. Emotional maturity in relationships is something that I feel like I'm just now becoming like a teenager. But that's <laughs> you know, everybody. I feel like I was a baby. I was like, oh my God, I was crying over that. But the other thing is people try to put up a front yeah, no, that doesn't no exist. <laughs> yeah. So I'll give you an example and I won't use any names, but I know a woman or a girl. We won't give her age, right? She goes on dating profiles yeah. and um, she had a guy ghost her. And she sent, am I, give, uh, am I doing too much? No, it's fine. Um, and she sent a survey to this person asking why she was ghosted. And I was like, I think that's the most incredible thing I've ever heard. Because anybody would want the feedback, right? No one yeah. likes to be ghosted. So I, I thought it was really brave. I also thought it was a little bit crazy um, just based on the questions because yeah. I read them over before she sent it. And I said, I wouldn't ask those questions of like, hey, what's wrong with me? You know, yeah. like don't make it about you, make it about them. Like, do they struggle with communication or commitment issues? Like yeah. ask, you know, those questions. And the person actually reached back out to her and they actually ended up going on another date. And he said, well, you said that you didn't smoke in your dating profile and I watched you hit your vape all night. You said that you went to the gym and I've talked to you for three months and I've never heard you go to the gym, seen you go to the gym, like nothing. Like it's normal for people to be like, oh, hey, I'm going to the gym. Like I'll talk to you later. And he's like, so I just felt like you presented yourself as something that you weren't. Yeah. And I feel a lot of young people try to do that. I also feel a lot of young people try to fill their ego. Guys want to know that they can get the chick and bang her. Yeah. Because it feeds their ego. Like, oh, I can get the hot chick. And the girl wants to know that, you know, the girl wants the same thing, but yeah. they also want the emotional attachment next to it. Like, oh, he picked me. That's what I get confused on because my yeah. game sucks with when it comes to just wanting to like, I'm not the one, I'm not going to lie to a girl. Yeah. Like I see all these guys are like, no, Tristan, you're saying this wrong. I'm like, why can I like get this girl to go on a date? And they're like, you got to tell her you want to like marry her or something. I'm like, uh, I'm not telling her no yeah, lie no, to hook up don't. with her. They're like just immediately like oh man like they're like the game's like oh just call her like wifey or little i'm like horrible at it. i can't even recite it i'm I like mean, that's narcissistic and most women are used to gaslighting by now so they i, th I think yeah i'm like there's no way they're believing this and then i'm like so, looking at them like some All right. women are emotionally broken and they get really excited about that and then well, they wonder and they I, repeat a pattern when i analyze i'm like oh, okay I, you know what i mean this and nothing against woman or man but yeah. it's the, the appreciation for oneself has to be probably a little lower than a higher class individual where it's like you would fall for the immediate wifey. And honestly, you, despite being a young man and as awesome as like the, the hookup culture and everything sounds, I feel like again, with the mind control, you're I not interested. Like yeah. I feel like that sounds, cause I'm such a, like, 
I want the more in life. Yeah. Like I want the Lamborghini where it's, you're not just going in and they're not going to talk to you unless you have a hundred thousand dollars like cash to show and shit like that. Where it's like oh, everybody, yeah, everybody can go in and just talk about Hondas or go up to McDonald's. So it's like, that's not like, I feel like I like the chase more than, uh, Oh, like, that's real easy. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, but I like that for all, all aspects yeah. of life. Yeah. Like I just started jujitsu. I'm getting beat up by like kids, <laughs> girls, choked out by like you know what i mean and it's like kids yeah dude like a 15 year old like i got choked out by by a girl uh a month ago or so and it's like it is what it is you know what i mean like she's good at her craft i'm not gonna sit there and cry and feel like i'm less of a man it's like but i like the idea of like i'm in a whole new ballpark now but you gotta get better yeah i gotta get better of chase of of chasing and pursuing something that's gonna require time i think people we live in this microwave culture. Everybody wants instantaneous success, instantaneous sex, instant ta- like you just want it right now. I don't I get like pissed at that. I want to uh, like I want to like go on a journey. Well, let me make it really simple because I agree. People think everything's instant. You work for a paycheck that you're not getting until next, next week. week. Yeah. Nothing is instant. Yeah. And that certainly doesn't work in relationships. And the reason why people are so broken, so fucked up, hookup culture is in, is in existence because they keep repeating the same fucked up cycle. Yeah. The guy wants to get the girl so he can say, oh, I banged that girl, whatever. Right. But then his ego dies again. He's got to do it all over again. He's yeah. tra- chasing the next girl. And the girl is doing it because she's like, oh, I think he picked me. I think he really likes me. And then, OK, she hooks up with him and then doesn't hear from him again. Yeah. And it's like you guys are doing this to each other. Actually have a conversation, get to know people, figure out if you're compatible and have a boundary. Yeah. Like my big thing is I straight up tell people if we do not vibe, like my team knows if I don't fuck with you, I'm everyone is a light switch. If I leave the room and my light switch is down, I don't entertain things that are not for me or that lower my vibration. Yeah. But you have to have that inner confidence, that inner love and that inner appreciation. And society does beat women down and portray images that are non-obtainable. And it is probably really hard. Yeah. Um, but the grass is only green where you water, water it. No relationship is ever perfect. No. But why do you want to be Kim Kardashian who's on her fourth or fifth marriage? Yeah. Why is that attractive to you? I don't know if people know what divorce is like, but it's not fun. You got to yeah. split up your shit. You got to pay money, especially so many people have kids with people they barely know. What are you doing? I was looking up Nick Cannon pays 1.2 million Stop. in child support. Stop. I had to unfollow a girl because I found out that she got pregnant by him. And I was like, I am so disappointed in you as a woman pretending to be like a boss bitch. And now you Nick Cannon so you can have a baby by him and get child support. Yeah. You're a fucking loser. Yeah. And I'm sorry if she sees this ever. You're a fucking loser. <laughs> probably not. Probably not. Anytime you never soon. know. Maybe, maybe 10 years from now when they do like yeah, a recap. Yeah, but like, don't. Don't to drive that and tell women, be a boss, own your own shit, yeah. be, be a business owner. And then you literally just shut your shit down to go get pregnant by a guy and that's your meal ticket. Yeah. That is so degrading for young women to watch. That's such a poor example and it makes me pissed. Yeah, it ruins it. It, it ru- ruins it. And I, I think that's, I think that's, I kind of like the idea of like, I, my, my little sister just dropped out of ASU to come work here. She's literally 19 years old. Good for her. And ever since I got into this, and started making money. I spent my first paycheck on my little sister. So I was awesome. $19, $2,500 my first paycheck. Took her to the Apple store. Got her a brand new Mac. Aww. And I somewhat subliminally kind of had like a plan of like, I'm going to spoil the shit out of her. Because I would, I came up with like this theory of like, I would rather her have like a rich bum than a broke bum. But I figured regardless, yeah, the pool of wealthier people typically requires a better internal fortitude and stability 
because I got around all these rich people and I'm like, not all rich people are assholes that yeah, are just going to no. like impregnate women and leave them to be, you know, it's like 100%. the guys that I was around are, these guys are solid. They're reading a little bit of the Bible. They're respectful to their wives for the most part that yeah. I see and they're making good money. And so I'm like, man, I'm going to just, just, you know, we butted heads, brother and sister growing up. But like now I'm like, I'm going to take her under my wing. And over the last four or five yeah. years, just kind of like spoiled her with the intentions of like one I never ever disrespected a woman in front of my sister, but yeah. trying to set an example of like, man, I hope regardless of social media that she could just think of like differently. me differently. I've never tried to like, I feel like as a, as a brother, I definitely tried to father her a little bit. That's yeah. the worst thing you can do in a brother sister relationship. You're trying to father your sister. I mean, in a way, but you also <laughs> so want shake her head like, yeah, but you, you got a brother. She does. Oh, okay. But you also want to provide her with an example of like, this is the expectation you should have to be treated. Yes. And I think that if more women got that as seeing a young your age, value as a human, just see your value. But but you have to under, like even my dad used to say like, man, you're going to make a really good wife for somebody one day. Yeah. Like a really good trophy wife. And I was like, ew, like what? Yeah. I and then, know you know, that. we went to like a big conference that we had. And uh, and I remember I was like up for an award and there was like 500 other people competing for it. And he asked, he was like, hey, how many people are like competing for you or competing for this? And I was like, probably about 500 other administrators, recruiters. And he goes, well, are you going to win? And I was like, I have no idea. Like, I guess we'll see. Right. And uh, and I won. And he was like, I don't know. But like, that's what it took for him to change his mindset of, yeah. like, oh, wow. Like, you actually are working like you're actually out there. You're an entrepreneur. Like you yeah. are actually making something happen. Yeah. And. You know, I just think that, and that's the advice that I give the young women that I work with. I'm like, hey, it's okay to outgrow somebody. Like, it's never okay to be mistreated in a relationship. Like, yeah. don't listen to another person, man, woman, whatever, based on the promises that they don't keep. Absolutely. Based on the things that they say, not what they how do. How many strikes do you, like, tell them? Like, how long should a, oh, no. somebody wait? You like, don't get multiple strikes. Okay, well. You get one. For, like, but, like, different categories. Like, I feel like there sure. should be one for cheating. Like, you cheat, you're done. I think it depends, right? Yeah, I could agree with that. Because there's like emotionally cheating. There's like actually okay, cheating. Okay, yeah, I agree. There's like I agree how with long that. you've been in the relationship. Like, you know, there's... So there's what that. are you classifying then as one strike then? So it depends on the damage done. Okay. Does that, that make yes. sense? Yeah, yeah. So I look at the blow. So if it's a situation where somebody has a pattern or habits, and again... You look at the deeper issue. Are they fulfilling their ego? Is there something being missed in their relationship? Yeah. Was that other person neglectful to them, which is why they saw attention on social media or from an outside party? Yeah. But like if this person's like disrespectful or deceitful, like if a guy in a relationship is like entertaining other women, sleeping with other women and like doing everything to be deceitful to his wife and pretend that he's the perfect individual. As soon as you find out that's done. Yeah. That's been going on for how long? You know what I mean? That's going to happen again. Yeah. That's a deceitful act. If it's um, or like a red flag, like when that guy called her out and was like, I just don't think that you match your dating profile. That's a big red flag. They always say relationships end exactly how they start. And it's the red flag that you ignore. Yeah. And so many, I'm like, how many times have you heard a girl like, oh my God, he doesn't text me. Oh my God, he never communicates. He's never by his phone. And it's not because he's busy. Because when you're with him, you see him on his phone all the time. All the time, yeah. So what ends up happening? They end up breaking up three years down the road, and she's like, I just never felt prioritized. He just sucked at communication. Didn't feel heard. And I was like, but that's what happened the whole first month you were dating. Yeah. What do you mean? Why did you expect it to change? So people ignore the red flags because they've got the rose-colored glasses on. So Savannah, she just started making her girls and her make non-negotiable lists. And it, 
like they make these like okay. prequel. I have no idea how to like coach it because there's no there's no but like there's no perfect formula. Yes. So you have to understand you're never gonna find the perfect partner. Yeah. That doesn't exist, but you can find the perfect person for you. Yes. And that person will do whatever it is that you want them to do. Yeah. So like me personally, and you got to figure out your love language, right? Yep. Not everybody's got the same love language. Yep. Um, me personally, like it wasn't that there was non-negotiables, but like if you're a shitty communicator, I- I'm done. Yeah. I don't want to fuck with that. I'm yeah. an over communicator. I yes. run a business. Like you're not going to tell me that you're busier than me. You yes. know what I mean? I think that's a lame excuse. People are like, oh, I'm just busy. I can't stand that. I can't stand that. I mean, I, gr- <laughs> I grossed a million dollars and I can answer texts right. all day, all, all day, night. All day, all night. So I'm like, one, I need to make way more money. And <laughs> two, if... Because apparently I, I'm not busy enough. Yeah, I'm not busy. Exactly. And, and secondly, I'm thinking like, everybody that's not on this level that d- never answered me, like, don't ever reach out to me again. You know what I mean? Like, if I had to call, like, my, like I'll, I'll get like upset about it. I'm like... If you can't communicate efficiently and like effectively, right. and you don't have to answer instantaneously, I will answer pretty it, quick. But exactly, like, I'm not saying you just, have to give that too. But yeah. like common respect, I mean, you're not going to leave somebody on red for eight hours. Oh my god, you're not going to leave somebody on red for a day. Like I have girls who are like, I mean, he hasn't talked. Oh my god, you know who I'm. T- okay, so this girl used to work for us. Yeah, and she was on Tinder and Bumble and you name it, right? Yeah, yeah. And she was always on dates with guys, and I mean, freaking bombshell. Like Victoria's yeah. Secret model. You know what I'm talking about, right? Uh, no. I mean, she's beautiful too. Uh, no, she got her shit together. Anyway, bombshell. Beautiful girl. I can't let any of the guys know where your guys' office is. All, all these beautiful girls. We only hire attractive women. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we No, we have guys work for us. We've got, yeah, it, it's whatever. But anyway, this girl specifically was such a, such a beautiful oh, got it, person. Got yeah. Yep. And she would like let these guys ghost her and like not plan dates or like last minute invite her out. And I was like, why are you entertaining that? Yeah. Like you are the one putting in the effort. You're the one trying to make plans. You're the one initiating it. What you permit, you promote. Right. And as soon as she changed that behavior, she attracted exactly what she wanted. But it comes from you. If you're insecure, if you're broken, if you need attention, if you've got an abandonment issue, People pick that up. Absolutely. And then you attract. Uh, it's a mirror. Yeah. You want a confident person? You got to be confident. Stop going and looking for somebody to fulfill your life. You have to fulfill it. Yeah. You have to fulfill your inside. Like we talked about affirmations and, you know, what your routine is. You sh- like I have all of my goals written on a mirror. Yep. Because I see it every day. So does si- my, my partner's mentor does the mirror. It should always be a mirror. People put them on a door. Well, you can close the door. Yeah. It should be an open portal. A mirror. Ooh, yeah. That's fucking fire. I've that's why it's it, like- a mirror. I just, I just thought he was just like, I'm brushing my teeth. I like it in the mirror. Nope. <laughs> this, this, that, portal, that was fire. Yeah. It's, it should be an open portal. If you put it on a door, you close that every day. Yeah. You're closing yourself from your goals. So, and people are like, oh, I don't know if I believe in this. I firmly believe what you speak into your life is your reality. I firmly believe what you speak into your life exists. So when I was having a really hard time, um, you know, dealing with business turnover, whatever it was. I always tell people like my dream car is this Ferrari, right? Yeah. It's white. It's got the red and black interior. It's my dream. I've said it for years. Yeah. Whenever I would have a bad day and I would get nagged out and I'd lose my attitude and my mental toughness wasn't there. Every single time I would see this Ferrari. Every single time. I would wow. never see it any other time. And it was the universe going, are you sure you want to quit? Yeah. Are you sure you want to give up? Wow. And every time I would see it and my mentality, I was like, okay, you're fucking so right. Good. Suck it up, buttercup. So good, yeah. So good. But that is that exists. And to this day, 
I still it still happens. Yeah. If I lose my attitude, I see that Ferrari. I ordered one now, so I don't know if Let's it's gonna go. work the same, right? I gotta level up and get a new goal, but like that's that's for real. Everything I've written down, like you said, it's coming into fruition. Literally. That is real. I Write that shit down. Say it every day. Own it. But if you can't taste it, if you don't want it, yep. if you don't believe it, if you don't see it for yourself and you're just talking it, yeah, you're never gonna get it. Faith without works is dead. Mm-hmm. You gotta work. You gotta work. As we wrap up, favorite food. I'm a big foodie, so I always like I to see food. if other people, like, do you have a favorite restaurant? Oh, yeah. Fav- what's your favorite restaurant? Okay, so it's a newer restaurant. It just came out. I've, I'm going to write this down. Yeah, I went three times last week. Um, it's it's funny because my name is Sophia. It's okay. called Sophia Steak. Ooh, it's in the in, city? It's in downtown Wilmette. It's, I love not going to the city. Is this not in the city? It's there? not in the city. Well, Met is the North Shore. I love. I'm obsessed with the North Shore. If you have not gone to the North Shore of Chicago, you are missing out. Glencoe, Will Met, Winneka. Oh, also, real quick, since you like food, love. And I'm not getting sponsored for this. I have you ever been to Gibson's? I have. Okay. Not Italia, just the one right down yep. the road. Yep. Yes. Always go see Jackie. Jackie's my girl. Okay. She's the best. The we best hired a kid, Kate. and his dad was a part owner or something. I don't know. But, but we Jackie, go there all the time. Jackie and Kate, hands down the best. Tell Jackie them you know me. They're amazing. But they used to get their ice cream from Homer's Ice Cream on the North Shore. It is a hole in the wall. Yeah. It is the best fucking ice cream. I love like dessert is the dessert food I go is to. my life. I love dessert. I love dessert. So go Homer's. to Sophia's Steak and Wilmette, but go check out Homer's ice cream. It's unfrickin' real. Homer's ice cream. So good. And then my last favorite thing to ask is I love movies. That's the only thing I'll do outside of work. Movies, jujitsu, workout. Okay. Do you have any favorite movies or TV shows? Yeah, of course. What's your favorite top three, whatever? Um, I really love Risky Business. Okay. With Tom Cruise. It's an old classic. Okay. Um, it's awesome. Do you like Top Gun? Uh, I haven't seen it yet. I want to okay. see it. But Fire. that movie is filmed on the, in Chicago. Okay. And it's old. It's like from the 80s. Uh, I also love Crazy Stupid Love with Ryan Gosling. I've definitely probably seen that. Such a good. My mom probably watched. So I, good. It's one of the best that. movies ever. Definitely watch it because he helps this like guy who's about to go get divorced like get his swag yeah, back. I feel like I've definitely seen that. It's good. Um, those are top two. Otherwise, I like anything with like Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore. Just like some okay. fun because I like yes. to mentally check out. So I want to watch something stupid, something yeah. funny. You know. Um, really good. Otherwise, I do like the McDonald's movie too. Yeah, I was just thinking of watching that again. It's good. Yeah, I was it's, just thinking of watching. It's a that very again. interesting story, and you see how people just take opportunity right in front yes. of them. So, and we try to preach that to our people. I think they say like average people plus an average product plus a great system equals a great company. Literally, just, that's what we are. Like, I'm literally like a. I don't even think I have like a high school education. I got expelled my sophomore year. So I missed 75% of my senior year. Yeah. I still graduated. <laughs> yeah. Well, my, I keep my diploma. My mom did it for me though. She, I got police expulsion. So I'd have to do an online school. It was weird. Mm-hmm. It was just fighting. It wasn't anything weird. Yeah. No, luckily all my teachers <laughs> rallied. They're like, this is all we need Sophia to do to pass high school. And I was like, all right. Cool. Oh yeah. I, I was so an I asshole. It. Now, 10 year vision. What is like general? Are you still living in Chicago? Are you going to another place? So I love Chicago. I People hate on Chicago, and I get it. Like, the yeah. government sucks. Inflation, pricing, right? It's not all it's cut out to be. But Chicago summers are the best. Yep. I really love the North Shore. If you can ever get in Lake Forest, Glen, Winneka, I mean, it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful, and I don't like neighborhoods. I want to yep. have space and land. Same. So, yeah, so I'll stay in Illinois, but yep. I want a house in Florida, in Alice Beach. A For lot the of winters? Yeah. Well, just because it's just, it's the most beautiful place I've ever seen. Okay. Um, Better than never, the Siesta Key? I've never been. Okay. Uh, I maybe went when I was little, but if you can ever go to Alice Beach, it is a little, little gem, about 30 minutes away from Destin. It looks Sweet. like Greece. 
It is one of the most exclusive, high Greece class. Greece looks beautiful. It's 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 unreal. It's yeah. unreal, and it's impossible to get a house there. So, um, oh my god, the Florida houses are nuts. It's amazing. Anything, this is a different level. Any other level cars? Any other? Yeah, I want to have a big car collection. I want a Konegseg. I don't know how to pronounce it. Konegseg. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I know what you're talking about. I feel like they're, uh, they're, the Hamilton collection has one. Yeah, he he probably does. I I don't know him, but I see him on the car pages all yeah. the time. Um, again, and Chicago's like a little big city, so you may not know people, but you've like heard of them or you know somebody who knows them or you yeah. all are around the same circle. I'm surprised how big. there's 10 million people that I'm reading in the metropolitan area yeah. of Chicago. But there's so, I'm meeting people over time over these two years. They're like, oh, I've heard of him. All right. Yeah. Like, Holy shit, dude. This so, place isn't that big. It's big, but it's, yeah. like, it's not that big. I would like to. I'd like to buy a, an office building and be able to fulfill most of it. And I'd like to just have a space for like all my recruiters and, um, you know, have like a money machine and just make it like a fun culture. If you've ever been to LinkedIn's office, I think their space is beautiful in the yeah. city. I'd like to do something like that. Um, and I've got several companies that, you know, we're working with right now that I do other ventures with. So I would, you know, I'd like to get like in Forbes 30 under 30. I think that'd be pretty lit, but that's really it. I can't, I don't know if I can think of anything else. I, out of curiosity, have you ever recruited for a sales company and thought, you know, why, what if I recruited for that sales company, but had them give me a percentage, you know what I mean? Like, like their structure and thought like, well, why wouldn't I just, if I'm already a recruiter, mm -hmm. Like, like why not have like a team built out out of that company that makes me money? No, Is I do. It? That's what I do. Like, say like you really liked Joe Schmo's door uh, door to door vacuum sales company, yep. and they were like, "Well, so if you, since you're already a recruiter, you should just build a team through here, and then but that'll pay that. you." I do that. Oh, okay. I was just curious. Yeah, I work with like several other companies that I unfortunately have NDAs with that I can't mention, but okay. I've actually built out their entire recruiting division. Okay. I was just sitting here thinking, I was like, I wonder if that... Yeah, it's fulfilling. I enjoy it. I love recruiting. Okay. I don't know why. I, and I like recruiting for sales companies because, like, there's just something about being in a sales culture with, like, motivating yeah. people to try to fucking get their money. Like, yes. it fires you up. Do you do any speaking? Yeah, all the time. So, like, if I, like... How I speak at what seminars. Would you, what I speak would you charge meetings. for, like, if I, like, wanted you to come down and do one of our agency meetings? I mean, I can send you my list. Yeah, I guess. I can send you my pricing I, sheet. I guess. <laughs> I, yeah, leave, leave it on here. So yeah, I can, let's maybe, leave it off the bar. So I can, yeah, <laughs> I I can try my... to work a deal or something. Yeah. Um, shout out your stuff. Shout out where can people find you. Yeah, so you can go follow the Market Social group. Is it the Market Social group? Is it the Market Social on Instagram? Wow. Yes. I'm like really terrible at knowing my own stuff. <laughs> Embarrassing. Um, otherwise, I mean, obviously we're in the same office space, right? So you can come find me in the Lombard area. Otherwise... My Instagram is at that redhead Sophia. It's pretty easy to find. Anything else you want to shout out? Anything else you want to say? No, I just, you know, I, I just love my team and love recruiting. So if anybody needs recruiting help, you know, hit me up. We do. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, All let's right. talk. Yes. Off air. Let's go. All right. Another episode. We appreciate you guys. Peace.